1: Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on, and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24/7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com.
2: All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck.
3: How's it going?
2: All right. How you been? I've been good. We're uh, ready to talk about home security today. All right. So making the house a little bit secure, both for uh, general everyday and also for the end of the world. You know, we want to be ready for whatever life throws at us. That's all about what being prepared is, right? All right. So, anyway, what are you uh, ready to do? What are you thinking?
3: Well, uh, home security, that has got to, it covers a lot of topics, doesn't it?
2: It does. So, I don't know. What I was thinking is, the first thing you need to think about is, you don't want the whole world to know that you're a prepper. Right. And to know okay. that you're, one, that you're crazy, paranoid, whatever, but on the flip side, you don't want them to know that you're the guy who's got the stuff they need. Right. And that's really what it comes down to. You don't want everyone, when times are hard, to say, hey, I'm hungry, my kid's got to eat, and Kevin's the guy who's got the food. Right. So what I want is, you know, just come up with a plan where we can kind of protect ourselves, prepare for everything, and yet at the same time not make it, you know, advertised to the whole neighborhood.
3: Right, okay.
2: All right. So one thing, you know, I always worry about is, you know, times get hard and all right, we have to kind of batten down the hatches and whatever. You always hear these stories, you know, you go in the back and you're out there cooking up steaks and everybody in your freaking neighborhood knows it. And they're like, hey, you know, when I I look over at Kevin's house, I see the lights on. I see him out there grilling in the backyard it doesn't look like times are hurting him, and you, you really just need to think about, hey, how am I not going to draw attention to myself?
3: Yeah, screw that guy. I don't like that guy.
2: Well, that guy's going to want to come over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're that guy, and they're coming over, so just something to think about before we even get started. I just mm-hmm. kind of want it to be all right. you know, on the table here.
3: I try and have um, uh, friendly relationships with all my neighbors. Luckily for me, uh, all my neighbors are as crazy as I am. And I like in that. different ways, different ways. I mean, they're not all crazy preppers, but they're all lunatics. So the thing is,
2: you want to be able to work with your neighbors, and it's good to kind of come up with a plan with them, know whatever, but you also don't need to tip them off to everything that you're right. doing and you have. And that's kind of the key. And, you know, maybe there are some people that you can really trust Mm -hmm. But you got to make sure they're on board and they're prepping too, because you know what? Even if they're your buddy, they got your back. But then when their kids are starving to death and you got it all and they got nothing, there's a problem. If you both have something that that, uh, you don't have an enemy, then you have you know something in common. You know it's cool to plan together and to work together. And you know what? If you're living in the suburbs and you got houses all on top of you. You know what odds are in order to set up a real security perimeter perimeter, you're gonna have to involve your neighbors. Mm -hmm. You're gonna have to come up with something. I go at it with a little bit different approach. We're both in the country a little bit, and you know, so you need to kind of find a way to protect your house. Now we're gonna talk about both ways, but first I wanna talk about, you know, maybe you're a little bit out of the way. And Suppose you gotta and you know this applies to both ends. When you want to prepare your house, I think, you know, we'll start with the outside. I mean you wanna start with the further outer perimeter around your house because the problem is you wanna know somebody's coming to you know, mess with your family, your life, your before they get to your your property, before they're there and it's too late. You know, when you're sitting on the couch drinking coffee and you know the the plate glass window in the living room comes crashing through and some guy comes in with a gun i don't care who you are <laughs> it's going to be a problem and catch you off guard and there's always a moment you know when you're off guard and you know what the right guy might be paying attention for that moment and catch you that way so it's I'm all about right you're not the right yeah. guy no okay so Anyway, I actually don't
3: even wear clothes when I'm inside my house. Exactly,
2: you know what? It's awkward. You know, actually, I can tell you a story. When I was uh, when I was in the Navy, I lived in the government housing, and you're kind of well protected. And and the wife, you know, you always hear, oh, I heard something downstairs. I heard a door slam. I Uh heard the open. But the problem is, the houses were like concrete bunkers. Right. And you know, it's one concrete building. They're all connected. And when you slam a door in the neighbor's house, you don't know if it's your house, their right. house, whatever. It's all freaking loud. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, sure enough, every night she's waking me up. Oh, I hear something downstairs. Go look. Whatever. All right. right. So, a good way to
3: ruin a good night's sleep.
2: Exactly. Right? You know, nobody needs that. Mm-hmm. So, sure enough, we hear a door slam. Oh, I hear somebody. There's somebody down there. No, there's not. Don't worry about it. Then sure enough, a couple minutes later, I hear somebody and they're standing in the bedroom door. <laughs> oh, damn it! If that isn't awkward. <laughs> so no, I get up
3: here. Leave me alone. Uh, I get up. Right that time. I
2: chase this guy freaking down the stairs and you know I'm freaking sliding my ass down the stairs as I'm running and of course I'm in my underwear uh, and and luckily it was underwear at that point in my life so uh-huh. that's good that's a good start right. I chase this guy freaking halfway across this field and he's running through his life. <laughs> and then I'm thinking I'm in my underwear what am I gonna do if I catch this guy <laughs> I'm like I don't want to catch him and fight with some guy when you're right. all exposed like that man it's just pain in my ass now I don't know they never figured it out I called called the base police or whatever at the end and they were like, well, is he still there? Did you catch him? And I'm like, no. And then they're like, well, what do you want us to do? <laughs> they were like, if you want, you can come in tomorrow and fill out a report. Right. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not really going to help me. Yeah. And they're uh, like, the cops, yeah, then we got nothing for you. The,
3: the cops have always been incredibly unhelpful in yeah, these situations. I mean, they
2: were just like, annoyed. they didn't even want to come out and look around. They were like,
3: no, <laughs> we're good.
2: <laughs> they were like, if you didn't catch him, then we got nothing. Yeah. So- what I think was, I, I think my drunk neighbor probably came into the wrong house and didn't mm-hmm. realize, yeah, you know, cause where he was, because exactly exactly. they're all the exact same. And if you're, dr- I, I really don't know. I, mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. It could have been a crazy burglar, or whatever. Right. But either way, he didn't like what he found, and, <laughs> and whatever. But he was
3: expecting to come home to an angry wife, and instead he <laughs> found an a- angry hairy man <laughs> chasing
2: exactly. it through the house. So you know that that's something you got to look out for. So, bottom line is, my point of the story is, you know, anybody can be caught off guard.
3: Right.
2: And, you know, and then you're surprised and you don't know what's going on. And especially, I hate to say it, you know, our, our fearless military were uh, not allowed to keep weapons in your house on the base. At yeah. least on that one. I don't know.
3: No,
2: I, they had to lock them at the armory uh, yeah. when you moved in. You so can't be trusted with a weapon. They can't trust you. So, anyway, what I was looking at is, you know... You want to have, like, the stone wall around your house. You want to have maybe a driveway alarm. You know, a gate would be cool. You see, like, wrought iron fences. But again, it goes back to you don't want to outclass, like, your neighborhood. And it's not... You want to blend in. Do your neighbors have fences? Do your neighbors have, you know, do you just do it with bushes? Do you do... You know, what do you do to kind of set up a perimeter, and in general, criminals are kind of lazy. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They want to come in the driveway the easy way right. if you make it uncomfortable enough the other way. Right Now, again, they don't want to get shot, so they might whatever, but you just want to make it as uncomfortable to do something else as possible. Right. Now, the greatest thing in the world is a wrought iron fence with the freaking spikes, and that's awesome. And you know what? There's cities and neighborhoods... That, that works, and you can pull that off. Yeah. Um, also, okay. we all know that's a lot of freaking money. Right. I don't want to spend a lot of money I'm cheap. Um, I see concrete walls. I've heard of uh, making concrete walls, and they take broken glass, and they put it on the top yeah, top this. rail, and it yeah. discourages people. And you know what? That's not as far out there as you might expect. That's Mm -hmm. actually done quite a few places without you looking like a total crazy. Mm -hmm. But there are also neighborhoods where you will be the total crazy. Right. Um, One of the things in the city near us, it's very common. There was a a builder back in the 60s who uh, did all these stone walls and he puts jagged rocks all through the top. And you'll see them around and they have the uh, the jagged stones and you go to climb over it, it's a real pain in the ass and whatever. And that fence yeah. discourages people. But again, you know, and you can maybe control a side or two or three from, you know, if you got a dog, mm-hmm. having a stockade fence in the backyard is not abnormal or, you right. know, right. crazy. Or even you have a pool and you want privacy, people don't think oh he's you he's know trying to person. protect something he's just got a pool and Doesn't trying want to keep kids it normal to fall, in, fall in so anyway you basically want right. to set up a perimeter where people are only going to come in from one angle or one place and that may there? be your driveway right. and where you expect it or whatever you know my yard I have woods all around and I actually have set up in the back I cut a um almost like staging area behind the bushes that down behind my leech field, uh, that people would actually group if they were going to come and take the house. But you know what? That's an area I can control and I can count on. Mm-hmm. And that's the type of thing is you want to be able to plan for the expected. Right. And if you, you want to direct people, control the approach, mm-hmm. right? Because and again, these are all hypothetical. And you know, I've heard of people setting up, you know, uh, trip wires and different things, snares, all kinds of different booby traps. And my experience from the military and things I've seen, people always seem to just go the other way right. or just walk outside of it or their foot just doesn't hit it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it always happens. And they never seem to find it. They just get lucky. Right. And you know that's just the way fate seems to play out mm-hmm. a lot of the time. So all those things are good. I'm not saying that's totally the wrong way to go. I'm just saying you can't count on anything. You have to plan for the unexpected. And, but it is nice if you can plan the approach. They say, you know, kind of push them into the kill zone, if you will. Mm -hmm. And just kind of, you know, if you can force them on their way in to, you know, get in the neighborhood you want, you can definitely help things out.
3: Right. And you can design your yard, um... You know, there's a lot of ways to uh, grade the soil and design your yard for um, good defense and poor offense.
2: Yeah. So one of the other things I I read about was, uh, you know, around the U.S. embassies around the world, they all have uh, these big potted plants in these concrete pots. Yeah. Out front, and what they do is they have these out there so that if somebody comes and tries to ram a vehicle into the building. They're right. going to be slowed down or stopped by these yeah, big potted plants. They're
3: not a joke. No, they're, not, <laughs> they're, they're all terracotta pot. You buy it. Uh, no,
2: at no, they're big concrete, and actually, most of the time, they're uh, like rebar down into the right. ground, mm-hmm. and they they set it up and they plan it. And the thing is, too, you know, and there's always the gate, but just the same in some places don't even have vehicle gates. They just mm-hmm. have the door, and you know whatever, or the entrances in the back. But anyway, things like that, it's always good to plan, set up. One of the other things I considered doing is, um, you know, when you run into a situation, and it could even be at home at night. You know, if you're the last guy home every night and in your family and, and you're the first one out, there's nothing wrong with parking your car at the end of the driveway so it's kind of blocked and nobody can really get around it. Right. You know, and I, and that's, you know, the thing is, In a survival situation where you're not going in and out all the time, blocking off your driveway so nobody can run a vehicle up through Mm -hmm. is not not exactly a bad idea, you Mm -hmm. know? So I like that. I think that's good. But that said, you want kind of some strategic, you know, bushes, barriers around your house. But remember, any kind of place you could hide and be defensive with guns... And you'll be protected. That's also a place the bad guy can sit and hide with a gun. And
3: do his thing.
2: And, you know, you always want to set up barriers that, from the perspective of your house, you're going to be able to see over. Right. You want to be able to see over the fence, over the, you know, the barriers that you have set up and know what's out there and know what's coming at you. Um, Now, you might be able to do that through cameras, different things. But you need to be, you know, aware. Um, If you do have the long driveway, I like, like, driveway alarms, you know? Yeah. And you need something that'll work when the power's out. I have, I did read about, and I actually bought a little while back, there was a website, uh, firequest.com, I really like, has these, uh, You set up a trip wire to pull a pin and it fires off blank shotgun rounds or maybe they're not blank. I don't know. You have to come walk up my driveway and you'll find out. But either way, you're going to get that noise that, you know, it's going to alert you. Hey, somebody's messing around outside. Maybe it's a dog that you have out front who notices and pays attention. You know, the right dog can be, you know, huge asset. And, you know, and also, you know, they say... Listen to nature. What are your local noises that you're hearing around your house? I mean, I know my kids can definitely tell, oh, you know, all the crickets and everything are going. We're good. And they know when a big animal comes in the yard because everything just gets quiet. Right. And they're like, ooh, someone's out there. Something's, Something's out there. Out we there. know. Right. And it, it's good to pay attention. You know, I, I saw a guy on that... Uh, or, what is it, uh, those prepper shows, whatever they're called? Mm, I did, yeah, I um, watched them. Yeah, and I watched this guy, and he's like, oh, well, I just li- know all the bird calls and the distress of the whatever. Uh, and that's pretty cool. I don't animals know.
3: all do warn each other when something's going they,
2: they do, but you know what? You just need to, at a minimum, pay attention for the quiet. Mm-hmm. If they're all shutting up, there's probably a reason, right. and it might be a worth a look around. Mm-hmm. I've also seen they have. Uh, ones where uh they'll trip a, a light stick a glow stick and you can put it up high enough but you still you kind of got to be paying attention for that right. and you know if you're not really looking out all the time right. you're gonna miss that warning Sound
3: you'll hear the sound a sound. sound you're
2: gonna hear especially when things are going quiet right and you know maybe you should be a little more observant i went to a guy's house the other day he's freaking blasting metallica that you know i can hear in the driveway and that's cool and you know it's great but uh, no you know, no, you he had no idea I'm pounding on his front door, and you know that's kind of an issue sometimes. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So that said, we're finally at the house. You get up to the house. All right. The next thing. I mean, what what are the main ways you think of that people are going to get in your house when they show up? Right The, door. the, the front door. Right. Door. That's that's a given. That's where you go in. So, what could we do to reinforce the front door? I mean, I don't know. What are you
3: thinking? Uh, you know, definitely uh, when you when you look at your front door, you should go through all the hinges, go through uh, the knob, the latches. You know, take out all those half inch screws you have in there. Yeah. Replace those. So like you know. three inch, some some big, Something getting into, into the two by the two fours, by four huh? The, yeah, the two by six on the inside of the uh, framing. Uh, if you're not very versed in in construction, I could tell you that there's two two by fours on both sides of your door you got a good three inches of three um, inches
2: of wood all right so that sounds pretty important to get into there now a lot of entryways not all of them but you have something kind of right behind the door like you'll come in the door and turn or whatever Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be a bad idea to cut a two by four that you could use as a brace in between the two if somebody's breaking on that door might be a good idea you know Mm -hmm. um Dead bolts are great, especially if you got the three inches. I know people can kick through them after a good bit, and that kind of sucks and it's mm-hmm. scary. I've heard of people doubling up with the dead bolts, but you got to spread them out a little bit if you do. I mean, right, if the exact double or place. triple dead bolts would be cool, yeah. but you, you know, never see
3: dead bolts down by the floor, and that's when you're kicking a door yeah you're only maybe two feet off the ground
2: exactly so i mean again none of this we all know you know dead bolts all this stuff it's not going to stop them forever although putting a two by four brace behind it could buy you some time but you know what every second counts and it's just one more layer of protection Mm. maybe you even keep something heavy that you keep by the door that you can slide in front Right. Maybe you have the big trunk or whatever that you can fit in there that just slides right over. Mm-hmm. You know, just it's good to think about it and be aware. The next thing, you got windows, right? That's mm-hmm. that's where they're going to, you know, and head I know to next.
3: Sometimes a year, uh, a lot of people like to put those um, air conditioner units in the windows. Yeah, be the air with conditioners. Those. They are not hard to push in.
2: All they right. are not. But. I don't know. They're a little bit of a pain in the ass. They're a pain in the ass to set up. (laughs) (laughs) But not hard to kick in, huh? Not hard to to knock off their base. All right. So Windows, they have a new thing out, new to me. I don't know. I've only seen it in the last six months, um, called Security Film. Mm -hmm. And this stuff's pretty great. So what it is, it's like window tint. It's a uh, like clear plastic film. They sell it, I think, in four millimeter and eight millimeter or something. Uh I don't know, but you smooth it out on the glass. You can't tell it's there at all if it's done right. Uh Um, When it's applied, you know, it just completely looks like glass. It's awesome. They also sell it where you can tint your windows. They also sell it as like a one-way mirror, so Uh, your your window can be a mirror. On the outside, and uh-huh. then you can see out, and everything's cool from the inside. That's nice, maybe, for uh, your garage windows. You know, you always see people black those out, or yeah. you know, whatever, like that. Well, the cool thing about this film is it's not just that it's tinting and hiding from the outside, but I watch these videos on YouTube and. You can bang on this stuff, 20, 30 hits, and freaking you're not getting through it. You know, uh, eventually, 20, 30 hits, you finally like an
3: adhesive, are. Adhesive on
2: it? it is an adhesive that just sticks right on, and uh, it's pretty cool. But, again, not going to stop somebody forever. And from what I can tell, once they puncture a hole, you can kind of cut and tear through it mm-hmm. and get through. But it's a pain in the butt, and you got to get through. The right. bottom line... Somebody shows up with a big rock, a brick. They smash it into your window. They're thinking they're going to walk right in. It gives you 30 seconds to two or three minutes Mm -hmm. before they're in there and on top of you. And that's time to go get a gun. That's time to put the kids in a back bedroom or do whatever you got to do to protect yourself. Um, You know, I hate having glass slider doors, that kind of thing. It's such a vulnerable place for your house. Definitely such a weak point. If you're not going to change them out, something like this on the glass is a huge step. You know, obviously you've seen the people put the dowels on the base Mm -hmm. that works. It's a good idea. Nothing wrong with that. They also sell little locks that you can put in the back that'll, you know, that are in between the two doors. So they won't slide back that work Mm -hmm. the same as having the, the dowel in the door. You know, it's just one more layer of protection and, So really, I mean, then you have the guy who might come through the wall. Well, that's a little bit bigger step, and that takes planning, and it's going to take time.
3: I did work for a company building houses uh, for quite a few years out in St. Louis. And um, be careful, man. They get real cheap with the material. I've been through houses, put up houses, seen houses built, where they'll use that foam board on the outside. Yes. Then they'll put the vinyl siding over it. If you have a razor knife... You can cut through that vinyl siding, that foam board, and yes. the drywall and walk into somebody's house with nothing but a knife. <laughs> with the utility knife, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah, that, that's a little so, rough. you know, keep an eye on your walls. Check your walls out. You joke around about it, but it's, you know. All right. What about, no,
2: I mean, then I guess the next step is alarms. Mm-hmm. You know, if the power is working, alarms are a pretty awesome thing, especially when they tell you, You know, whatever entry, you know, they say garage door open or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. It's nice to know where your problems are. (laughs) Um, The other thing, you know, all right, maybe you're worried. Well, you know what? The power is going to go out and I'm only worried about my house when I'm home and I can protect it. But you know what? They have Home Depot has those little like $10 alarms and you can set them to different chimes. Right. And you set different doors. Different. So you set different doors different ways. Maybe you have a window that, you know what, I have people in my family, we can watch the upstairs, we can watch this. But there's a downstairs bedroom that has a window that we don't, you know, we can't all cover. Right. We can't plan for. These little alarms can be the nice little extra right. alert that you need to give you time to prepare. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's all about having more time. More time. Because then you can control the
3: situation. Right. Right. And because a loaded gun goes a long way.
2: <laughs> a loaded gun does go a long way and but I But it guess, only
3: works if it's in your hands. And the same thing. I mean cameras,
2: when the power's on, cameras are pretty cool.
3: Right. And they're not very expensive anymore. Now, you can get a decent setup for about five hundred dollars.
2: About five hundred bucks, you're doing good. I, I've talked to people and you know, and I'm like, Well, what kind of quality do I really need? The bottom line, you need to look at the pictures, look at them in the store, see what they're like. And can you identify somebody in a lineup? Can the police get a good description
3: from the image of what that, you know?
2: And you're like, well, I don't know what angle, whatever. And that's the thing. You need to put it at angles that people are going to be at. Mm -hmm. The other thing that concerns me with cameras, you know, everybody's got them. You can look at them on your iPhone while you're at work. You can check on your kids, whatever. If you're gonna have a camera in your living room, be aware that if you can look at it on your iPhone, right, the Other wrong guy have... out there can look at it on their iPhone. Really? and you know. And if you have sound there, that means they can hear you. If you don't have sound, well, then that's one more level of safety well, we have for have you.
3: Phone in our pocket anyway, you know. But that's probably more <laughs> the NSA you have to worry about. But it's
2: just off. each layer, you know. You need to think right. about and be aware. And, you know, maybe if you have the camera in your living room, maybe you're hanging a hat on it when you're home. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it is you do, right. just be aware of it. Right. That's all I ask, mm-hmm. you know, is pay attention, at least a little, right? Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about is hiding places. To, you know, we all have things we want to keep in our house that are safe. And, you know, again, you don't want your food storage to be in the face of everybody you know, I hear people are like, oh, well, you know, they have it so hidden. I don't know how crazy you have to get. Right. I think, you know, I mean, you read maybe you about don't have
3: it in your living room. You, you don't have
2: it in your living room. I mean, who's really going in your utility room and whatever? But maybe the furnace guy comes to do a repair and he sees it. To me, that's not really a big deal. In my mind, it's not really a threat that the furnace guy is going to go, okay, yeah. you know what, I live 30 miles from here, but I'm going to mm-hmm. go back to that guy because yeah. he's the one with it and he's in everybody's house. Again, your level of protection, you decide what's right for you and your
3: family. Right. I don't know. You know, Be aware of the people that do come and go in your house. You know, and,
2: and pay attention to it. Now, again, if I have all kinds of jewelry and, and guns just laying around in my utility room that's not cool Mm -hmm. but if the guy comes in and he says oh gee he's got the liberty fat boy safe in there i'm not really worried about him coming back and throwing that on his shoulder he's got to work to get it and get my guns so you you
3: know if you can crack a safe and you're willing to do it and able to do it man more power to you
2: and honestly, all the guns and bullets you're getting out of there, you, mm. you can't carry it. So don't even worry about it; it's not going to happen. But you know, again, we all have our level of you know protection, and mm. you need to think about different things. Um, I've been seeing a lot of the, the popular lately is uh, pulling up staircases.
3: That's uh, and
2: or putting uh, drawers.
3: Inside That's how the girl survived in uh, *Night of the Living Dead*, the new, okay, uh, new remake they did in the '90s. All okay. right, she went up in the attic and pulled the stairs up after. Her.
2: All right, Well, that's good. I think it happened in uh, *Vacation*. He was up getting ornaments. It
3: didn't oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah,
2: but anyway. So yeah, no, I've seen. Uh, they'll actually make drawers in between, you know, yeah, the steps. Kind of cool, whatever. You know, people don't expect the space there. To me, somebody's really searching. And that seems to be one of the more common. Mm. I hate to say it. All the cool stuff you buy on Amazon. You know, I would imagine thieves probably are paying attention to this and know about it. But also, how much can they check? You know, I mean, hide a book. Sounds so stupid and simple. Right, but are you
3: gonna go? But are you gonna go through book every show? book?
2: Probably not. You mm. know, it's more about being discreet. You know, so I was looking. They have things. They have like a bic lighters. You can hide stuff in. To me, it seems more like it's more for the drug dealer. But you know, whatever. You'd probably learn a lot um, from
3: drug dealers on that.
2: They have. Uh, they make bolts, and it basically has like a nut on one end. And the head of the bolt will unthread as well, mm-hmm. and then it's hollow in the core. And then you know they show rolled up cash or pills. Once again, one in the ad in uh, Amazon, it looks like they're like crack vials in there. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know exactly what they're trying to advertise for, right. but uh, it didn't look like anything wholesome, yeah. is what I'm getting I mean, at.
3: You need to kind of go through what it is you're you are trying to hide, you know, and it's all to uh, what you have and what you're what you're protecting. Yeah, you know my um, first lockdown is a chastity device. Yeah, mm-hmm. for myself. <laughs> 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 and that
2: covers the front and the back.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm really trying to defend.
2: All right, that sounds smart. You know, we all have our things. You know, and and honestly, you know, false walls and different things. Um, same thing. A wall safe. You know what? If it's one of those ones, you open up and you bolt to the two by four and it fits 16 inches and Mm -hmm. you're nailing it screwing it on both sides you know what honestly that's probably pretty safe for your cash because i don't care if they do find it it's a pain in the ass to rip that out and if somebody's going to all that trouble you know that's kind of you should have been home <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were there for 17 what, hours. I don't know what to tell you, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if somebody's willing to cut it out with an axe, I guess. Right. Cuz once again, there's only a, you know, a level of how prepared right. we can really be. Well, I mean, be. if
3: somebody really wants to break in your house, they're going to be able to do it. But, you know, have, what's your what's if your level's at uh, it's probably easier to go to the neighbor's house. Yeah. Then you're better off you know exactly
2: now the next thing i saw
3: yeah, that guy's got all those stakes over there Ugh. screw that neighbor
2: so the other thing you know what if somebody is overtaking your house and they're pounding in they talk about safe rooms let's talk about safe no rooms. Safe rooms huh? now the problem is before you say anything because i don't want you to embarrass yourself Safe rooms are often called coffins. (laughs) And let me tell you why. (laughs) You always want to have a way out. Mm -hmm. And a safe room is usually you trapped. Now, if you're in the high rise in the city and the police are still operating correctly, a safe room might be a great freaking idea. Right. If you're out in the country... And you stopped hearing cop sirens a long time ago, mm-hmm. and they're not coming anymore, locking yourself in a room, probably not the best move.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, unless Dad's coming back with the shotgun, it's probably not going to help you. Right. Um, I, I just would hate to see, you know, people aren't afraid to burn stuff down anymore. People aren't afraid to drive cars through things. and I'm not. There is any level that you know people will go to, and you have to protect yourself. And locking yourself in a cage is not exactly the smartest plan that I've seen. Mm-hmm. So, I just want to put that out there before you get any uh, you know wild ideas. Right. I, I
3: don't know that I would ever uh, go through the effort of, of building a safe room.
2: Fair enough. Now, next, I would say you want to plan an escape route you want to if somebody's overtaking your house you want to make sure that you have a good way to get out like like i know there's one direction out of my house i can go where i can get to cover almost immediately and kind of safely you know get through a covered area and it's definitely in the the you know one of the least likely attacking angles Mm -hmm. anything's possible somebody comes that way maybe i'm going out the front door you know i mean anything's possible you want to just you want to kind of plan and give yourself some options okay and think about that the last thing i really wanted to cover is uh kind of maybe having an armory what are you keeping in your house Mm -hmm. what kind of supplies you know
3: um uh, you know a good, good home defense strategy, you know, you, you need more than one person defending your family. I'd have a, to agree. A big dog goes a long way.
2: A big dog can help. They get around fast, mm-hmm. and they're really usually very alert.
3: Right. And that's nice. They can hear what you can't hear. They can smell what you can't smell. I know my dogs go berserk every time somebody comes, comes to the house. and They do.
2: My dog will usually wake up about five minutes after, but once you wake him up,
3: <laughs>
2: you're in. So, you know, that's definitely something to keep in mind. Uh-huh. Um, the other thing with, with the armory, you know, what do you need? I mean, everyone's like, oh, well, you know, I need an M16. I need this. I need that. Uh, to me, I I like my handgun. I think, honestly...
3: Head somebody probably the best somebody, inside your house.
2: Somebody comes at the door. I don't grab energy. my shotgun. I grab right. the handgun. Um, I do have shotguns available for home defense. Um, maybe if I'm planning it out, I might be standing guard kind of with a shotgun. Right. But if I'm just kind of walking around and even... Honestly, going outside, I've gone out with the handgun before I've gone out with the shotgun. Right. Um, when I go out with a flashlight, I go out with the handgun and sometimes it's even, you know, in the in the back in my pocket. I right. don't know. I'm going out to see. And it mean, depends on how threatened we feel, you know. Right. Um, that said, you know, we talked earlier about maybe getting your neighbors involved and, you know, setting up a perimeter if you do think that you're going to involve your neighbors with your your family's security if something came to that. And even if we're talking about, you know, even if it was a week or two with, you know, one of these bad hurricanes or who knows mm. what and just help isn't going to come for a while. And right. either way, having a couple extra twenty-two rifles, they're mm. easy for the novice to pick up. Right. And it's a nice way to bring your neighbors in, wife, show them trust you trust my,
3: them. My with the twenty two
2: And you know, sometimes that makes the difference and sets it aside. Mhm.
3: Um, that said There is there is yes. though like the the fecal factor of of hearing a shotgun cock in a dark room. Yeah. You know, that's that's a pretty frightening sound. All right. It brings the attention. hmm So
2: that said, that's what I got. Hopefully, uh, some of these ideas inspire you. Uh Make you think a little bit, mm-hmm. bring uh, the Definitely, security yeah. level.
3: Spend some time, uh, you know, going through uh, going through your options. You know, keeping think- your doors locked with a good lock uh, is a lot better than. Do you know where your keys to your house even are? You what know? we have to have <laughs> keys
2: though, and that was the thing. You
3: know, before that happened, when I
2: was in the navy. I never locked the door in my Mm -hmm. house. It didn't seem to me to be an important issue, you know. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, different things. You
3: probably would have gone over to uh, Exactly, baby. You know,
2: hindsight. And that's the thing. If you have the best security, if you have the alarm, you have the best door locks, if you don't set the alarm, if you don't lock the door, it's not going to help you. Mm -hmm. So... And the thing is, you might listen to all this. Hopefully we stirred a little ideas and, and passions and made people think a little bit about what they can do. And you know what? I bet a lot of this you've heard before. But you know what? You need to start doing something. Right. You need to take the steps. Um, I know when I started laying this out, I took some extra steps in my house. I ordered some security features Some different things that we're going to do and things that we're going to change. We're going to make it all a little bit mature. But you got to do some things. You got to take action. I know you mentioned some homemade pepper spray. You had some kind of idea there?
3: I did make some uh, earlier today um, with rubbing alcohol. Rubbing Uh, alcohol? That doesn't sound good. We had a hard frost recently. So I had all the uh, jalapeno plants. Uh, jalapeno peppers. Okay. So I chopped them up, ground them up, uh, put them, put them, soaked them in some alcohol, rubbing alcohol, filtered it through a cheesecloth. Okay. Uh, so you don't plug up your your bottle. And um, now normally you would put like baby oil in there, okay. so you can't just wash it off, you know.
2: It'll, that doesn't sound it friendly.
3: I didn't do that because you know I was going to spray it in my face. Um, Well, you're a little more adventurous than the rest of us. I immediately realized that that was a bad idea. Bad idea. I I tried to get my, um, I had some friends over and I had uh, one friend agreed to spray me (coughs) in the face. And the other one was going to beat me with a uh, wiffle ball bat just to see if I could get away after I've been sprayed. Uh, She chickened out, though. All right. She, she... Felt bad when uh, I got sprayed in the face. When you
2: were screaming, no, no, was, no, stop!
3: It was it was surprisingly unpleasant. <laughs>
2: okay, but
3: now, what I is been it? Gassed once or twice. What before. is
2: it that makes people want to try this stuff out? Now I do recall in boot camp something about
3: yeah, I was filling a
2: room and you pull your once, mask yeah. off and yeah. Yeah, that wasn't a pleasant time.
3: No, more than more than one time I've had training with. I, with gas I do masks.
2: remember a local law enforcement officer. Back when uh, bulletproof vests were all the new thing, immediately, oh, we got these new vests. Wouldn't Let's it be cool if work. you shoot me in the
3: stomach? You know, I guess these things seem like a well, good idea. To, you have to know what you're working with. He was working with a couple of broken ribs. If I he was working
2: with a couple broken ribs. So, you
3: know, you just have to uh,
2: decide, you know, what your level is, How how sure you want to be that it's really going to work out.
3: Right. In a panic situation, you have to know how you're gonna react. Alright. So I like it's it. good to initiate false panic false situations panic. Uh, that you put yourself in so you can prepare yourself.
2: Now, my boss likes to reference uh the Green Lan- or what is it, the Green Hornet and um what was the T V show back in the day the with Bruce Hornet. Lee The Green right. Hornet and so Cato Bruce Lee was always hiding trying to get him, and I guess his favorite episode, he tells me about it every day. Oh, I'm always prepared, I'm always training. And there was an episode when Cato hid inside the refrigerator and waited all day for the <laughs> Green Hornet to come home and jumped out. And he goes, you know, you always got to be testing yourself. And right. I think that's that's a little bit, you know, something we should all take into account. Right, and right. With firearms, bit it's, it's good to
3: have a routine to... to um, you know, practice, muscle memory, and that sort of stuff. Um, I like it's it. It's also good to test uh, for the untestable, in a sense. You know? Okay. The the immediate action response that you're going to have, the fight or flight instinct. If you pick the wrong one, you might be in trouble.
2: I've heard stories of, uh, I have a friend of mine did a lot of, uh, like, Kung Fu and, and like this, and he's training for years. Mm-hmm. And he said he he told me he said you know I, a friend came up to me in the bathroom and and put his finger in my back or, or maybe it was a pipe or something and uh-huh. and was like you know and he goes and I just panicked and didn't know what to do and just stood there and uh-huh. you know years of training but when it comes down to it you gotta right and it's one that. of the things I, I find is you have to decide how you're gonna react before, before it situation. happens right. And one of the big things is, you know, playing out the scenario. You know, actually, I think we're going to do an episode later on about that. And about playing just out situational the situational awareness, right? As well as, you know, yeah, playing out. You know, what might happen when I walk in here? I think we even mentioned it on an earlier episode. But being aware can go a long way, and mm-hmm. paying attention and noticing what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, with that said. Anything else, Tad?
3: That's all I We're got. Good? All right. You can check us out at preppingbadass.com. And uh, I've got a video of uh, me getting pepper sprayed. We'll and check out, out our
2: show notes. Hopefully, uh, this video finds its way there. Otherwise, be safe, and we will talk to you next week. Ooh.